Hello and welcome to the Becca's Music Room podcast. My name is Becca and I am an elementary music teacher who loves to share all of the things with all of you. In this podcast, you will get tips, tricks, ideas, lesson plans, and much, much more that you can take directly to your classroom. My goal is for everything to be as simple and easy as possible so that I can take some of the stress out of your life and help you have the best music teaching year ever. So if you are excited for all of the things, then grab a cup of coffee and let's get to it. I often talk to elementary music teachers who complain about how their students think that classical music is boring. I'm here to tell you you're wrong. Classical music is so much fun and can be so much fun if you teach it the right way. So today we're going to talk about how to teach one specific style. We're just going to talk about how to teach the waltz to fourth and fifth grade. We're not going to do a lot of like actual waltz dancing. We will do a simple box step, but we're not going to like spend a whole bunch of time dancing around the room. The main part is more listening and learning about the style and that kind of stuff. I've used this lesson with my fourth and fifth graders and they loved it and they thought it was so much fun. It was just a really nice introduction and a great way to get them involved in the lesson. If you enjoy this, please make sure you hit the like and the subscribe button. Like helps other people like you to find it and subscribe helps you to make sure you don't miss the next one. And without further ado, let's hop right on in. All right, so this is a really simple and really fun lesson that you can do with your fourth and fifth graders. I did mine actually over Zoom because as of right now, we are still teaching online, but you could do it in person, you could do it in person six feet away, all of those things, it's great. There's no singing, so there's not that concern either. And also it's fun. So to start out, we started with just some rhythm cards. So I had them stand up and instead of just clapping them, we put the rhythm in our feet. So if it was like ta ta ti ti ta, then they would stomp ta ta ti ti ta. And what we did is we went through a four, four, five, four, and then three, four. And that was a way to kind of guide us into the conversation. It also got them reading some rhythms and also moving their bodies and all of those really good things. We did the four, four section along with a backing track off of Little Kids Rock to make it just a little bit cooler. And then the rest of it we did without it because I couldn't find a backing track in three, four. Surprise, surprise. After that, I asked them to type in the chats. We're on Zoom, which one they thought was the hardest. And overwhelmingly, they definitely said that 5-4 was the hardest, which I totally agree with because they were like copying me. And so they kept either coming in early or coming in late and just all those things because we don't do 5-4 enough, apparently. And so then I told them that we were doing 3-4 and how 3-4 is super special. And there's a super special kind of music that is written in 3-4 called The Waltz. Now we use something called mirror words in my elementary music classroom. And so basically it just means they're repeating me and we're also adding gestures. It is from whole brain teaching, which if you haven't checked out, I would definitely recommend it. I will leave a link to the book down below that I'm currently reading, but I love this. So I'm going to show you what I tell them to help them learn all of our new vocabulary words. And so we go like this mirrors up. What are we saying? Mirrors up the waltz is a style of music that is a dance in three, four time. The first beat of every measure is emphasized. So we're, oh, sorry. 
years away. So we are working on learning about beats and rhythm and measures and all of that along with learning about the waltz. So that's kind of how I tied them all in. And that's why I'm making a big deal about like the first beat is emphasizing like all of those different things. And they're all going to come back. Next up, we look on a map because I always, always try to show them on a map where we live and where wherever we're learning about is from. Because I find that just a lot of kids are not exposed very much to maps and globes. And so I want them to be able to find where we live and I want them to have some general idea of like, oh, this is far away from us or oh, this is close to us. So that's really important to me and I just literally like every song we ever do. I'm like, look, here's where we live. Look here, this is where this is from. Even if it's pretty dang close. So the waltz is mostly from like Austria and Germany. And so that's what I told them. And I actually had some kids who were able to tell me some stuff about Germany, which made me really excited. After that, I show them a slide from our Google Slides presentation that is all about the waltz and interactive and super, super fun. That's what we're using for this whole thing. So anything you see popped up on the screen is from that. I will link it from Teachers Pay Teachers down below. So we look at four bars of three, four, and they just have the accent on different places because I learned that my kids don't know the word emphasized. So we learned about what emphasize means and how you just have that. So we just clapped out the rhythm with an extra emphasis when I made it extra loud on the one with the accent so it would be like ta 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 ti ti ta ti ti ta 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 ti ta ta and I really tried to make those like extra loud and it was just kind of like an easy way to do it after that, we listen to our first waltz. I picked Tightrope from The Greatest Showman as our first one because I figured it would be kind of nice to start with something that's a little bit closer to home than the like original ones that we're gonna get into a little bit later. So I listened, I put this one on and I gave them the choice. If we had been in the classroom, I wouldn't have given them the choice, but we're on Zoom, so you know, things are a little bit different. So I told them they could either do step, tiptoe, step, tiptoe, step which is what we normally do um, and the other one is clap snap snap which is what they mostly chose and so this is to help us feel that three four and really feel that emphasis so it's like one two three one two three one two three as we listen to the song and so it just kind of gets them like in the mood and understanding and again I like that song because it's kind of more modern version of a waltz and also it's just a really good song let's be real after that, I showed them, I was like, well, we said the waltz is a dance, so let's watch a dance and then we'll learn a dance. So we watched a quick video that I found on YouTube of just some people dancing around the ballroom doing the waltz. And then after that, we learned the box step. Now the box step is super easy. You're literally going in a box. It's very easy. So if like these are my feet, I would go um, forward, side, together, back, side, together forward side together back side together and if you're on zoom by the way I did stand up and do this with them but I also showed them with my hands what my feet were doing in case they couldn't see my feet and that I think made a big difference I did have a couple who were like <laughs> which is a little bit weird but it helps them to figure out the steps so really 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 easy and for this one we listen to blue danube i like this one because it starts out slow and it gets faster and faster so at first we're like okay let's kind of figure this out and so it's nice and slow and then it gets faster and faster so you kind of get a chance to keep going along with it and um we don't listen to the whole thing because i think it's like 10 minutes but we listen to just like a portion and it works really great after that we go more into like a listening session so i put up some pictures of the Danube up on the screen and I asked them okay if you look at all these pictures 
what do you think the Danube is? And this is just to help, you know, inferencing and thinking and all of those good things. And finally, hopefully somebody will say something about how there's water in all the pictures. I'm like, great, the Danube is a river. It goes through 10 different countries. That means it is really long. And this is what it looks like. And this is what this song is about. And it's just like a really quick little way to tell them that. After that, we listen to the song and I have just like one of my Google Slides has um, where they drag a circle over either yes I liked it or no I don't like it and then they drag circles over the instruments to show what instruments they heard and as I'm saying this to you I think the one in the Google Slides is the Tchaikovsky Sleeping Beauty Waltz but the one that we did was not so I did the same activity with a different song and anyway so we did that and we talked a little bit about Johann Strauss who is the waltz king and he because he made so many waltzes we didn't focus a lot on him just kind of like hey look here's what he looked like and here's a couple facts about him and that was pretty much it <laughs> at this time if you would like to there are actually some words you can put with the blue Danube and so I will link that um, down here because I don't know it super super well because we did not do that I was going to but Rihanna, we ended up not having enough time it's all good, but it is from the Carnegie Hall's Link Up curriculum. My school participates in the Link Up curriculum with the Savannah Philharmonic, and so that's actually why I was doing the song in the first place. And then I was like, you know, it's not enough. We need more, we need more waltzes. So we, you know, I just added everything else in, but you can teach them the words for that part that everybody knows. And at the end, I always try to end with having them tell me what they learned. And so I gave them a Google slide where they just answer a couple questions. So it says, did you like the song? Why or why not? And then why do you think it is so famous? Because I told them the Blue Danube is like one of the most famous waltzes of all time. So I asked them, why do you think it's the most famous? And I'm like, it's an opinion. Nothing you say can be wrong. Just let me know what you think. There were a lot of really interesting answers. Some of them were like, oh, well, it's because it changes tempo or, oh, it's because, you know, the violins sound really cool or, you know, fifth graders, but, you know, different things like that. And so that's how we ended it. Now, a little hack for you if you are using Google Slides. We have a like learning management system, basically like a Google Classroom, but it's not Google Classroom. And it's a little bit of a pain, specifically for me, because they only go to the music class online not very often so we have a really hard time finding it and so anytime i try to assign something it takes forever for them to find it and get it and make it happen so instead what i've been doing and what i did with these google slides is i take just the one slide we're going to use and i put it in a separate google slides thing so i just like copy the slide and put it into a different presentation and then i copy the slide so there's a whole bunch of them i put like a box for them to put their name and then i just put the link in the chat and i say okay you're going to one you're going to slide two you're going to slide three you're going to slide four and that way they're all on the same thing this does a couple of things one it makes sure that the whole class is together instead of my google classroom is just like here's all of fifth grade and i'm like but I only need the 20 kids that are in this class because I'm doing grades for this one class. So that makes life a lot easier is that it's all, you know, one class is all together. Secondly, you can see what they're doing. So I can sit there and be like, oh, look at so-and-so. They've already got two questions down. Awesome job. You're almost done. And I can like make comments about it and I can see it. And I can also say like, oh, hey, how come you don't have anything on your slide? So that makes it really nice for organization and then also just accountability, making sure that the kids are doing what they're supposed to be doing. So a little hack for you. Do not delete the whole presentation. 
just take the one slide that you want and put it in a separate presentation and do that. So little bonus hack for you. All right, friends. So that is pretty much my whole waltz lesson. There are a couple of extra things in the Google slides that I didn't quite get to, but these are this kind of like the highlights. So I will link that product down below. You can of course do it without that. That's why I'm making a YouTube video about it because you can do it without the product. But if you would like to purchase, you can do that down below. Either way, thank you guys so much for watching. Don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button so you don't miss anything else. And I will see you next time. Bye. Thank <music> you.